And we're back on Show Me Today. Let's look ahead to Christmas. KC Reps, A Christmas Carol, has been going strong for four decades. And Cameron Connor is with the director. A perfect event for experienced or rookie live theater goers. We'll get a rundown of this year's interpretation for one of Christmas's most iconic stories. Well, whenever you move a novella like Dickens wrote into the stage, obviously you can't bring all the beautiful words that he wrote for it. So you have to create it visually. And um, that becomes a challenge depending on what you want to take from the script. So for our, for our purposes, we use the Dickens narration in the form of a storyteller to kind of set the context of what the audience is looking at. And then we take over from there. And uh, the, the cast and the characters uh, use the dialogue that he wrote. And then, of course, we depend on the, the lights and the sound and the costumes to kind of create the spectacle that you would see in your mind if you were reading the script, only now you're seeing it on the stage. As far as putting our own spin on it, you know, we, we, we put a lot of thought into what our audiences want to see. And we have a lot of experience because we've been running the show for four decades. Um, and whenever I go into it, I'm, I'm approaching it from the idea that I am there to entertain itty-bitties all the way up to grandparents and people who have treated this show as a sort of holiday staple, a tradition for all the years that they've had families. So I'm... Um, I'm very careful to make sure that it appeals to everybody. And, uh, and you know, and sometimes it gets a little scary for the itty bitties because there are some, some scary moments in the show when Marley shows up and says, you have to change your ways uh, or else you'll end up like me. And so there's, there's that. And, and of course the ghost of Christmas yet to come uh, is sort of resembles the image of the grim reaper. So there is uh, some terrifying moments, but we also need Scrooge to be terrified by those two in order for him to change. So we double down on it. We, we make it, uh, we, we bring all of our technical expertise together and, and commit to it. Um, the changes are not arbitrary. Uh, every year I'm trying to find ways to multiply the emotional experience the, the audience is going to have. So I have the advantage of, I think this is my fourth time. I was the associate before this and the assistant before that. So I, I've watched lots of different directors tackle this. And uh, every year you get to kind of learn, okay, that, that was a nice moment. I think if I, we had some more time, if we're going to do it again, let's try and tweak this little thing. And I think that'll make better sense for them. So, so we do change it almost every year. And of course it gets changed naturally by new cast members, new choreographers, new designers, those, those bring in natural change anyway, but we're always looking to just, how can we enhance what we already have, augment what we already, what was already working. And if you've tuned in late to this conversation or you want to listen to more, no worries. Just search Show Me Today wherever you get your podcast. We're talking with Jason Chanos. He is the director for KC Rep, and we're talking about their performance of The Christmas Carol that starts November 21st. Clearly, the, the depth to a story like this and the preparation, it's kind of like a tiramisu. I mean, <laughs> we're, we're talking yeah. layers upon layers upon layers. And can you speak to that, the, the time and the preparation that it takes to go out there and confidently put on this story day in and day out. 
It starts immediately when it closes. In fact, even sometimes before that, um, I start to have feedback sessions towards the end of December uh, while the team is still working on it, and but have had a few weeks at it to go, okay, what have you learned? Uh, what kind of areas did we have blind spots to? And then we start, and this year I, I started having conversations with my associate director in January, and we started having, you know, one-on-one meetings with designers and new designers and choreographers super early so that by the time we land in rehearsals in October, everybody has a pretty good idea of what we're trying to do. Once then it, you know, it becomes this, um, you're kind of like a cook. You're, you're pulling together all the ingredients, testing things. Um, we start casting, you know, very early. If I, it's in the case of somebody like Gary, who's been playing Scrooge, I know immediately that I would like to have him back again. So I'll bring him into the conversations too. And we'll start talking about casting, uh, put reaching out to folks that were interested in having come back. Uh, some of them can, some of them can't in the case of like Walter Kovic, who was our storyteller the last three years. Uh, he got a Broadway tour, a funny girl. So now we need to find a new storyteller. And then, so we start assembling casting calls to start looking for the folks that, uh, are going to replace those roles. We also have, you know, this year, and we don't have this every year, uh, we have students from UMKC's third year graduation class. Once we get our cast, it's it's about organizing the time efficiently um, as far as rehearsals go. And what I mean by that is that we have a spinning stage with stairs when we actually move to the stage, but a rehearsal hall is just a giant flat space with tape on the floor indicating where all the stairs are. So we're walking people through the motions of what they'll do when they get to the stage. We're really working on the acting and uh, um, you know some of the timing of what needs to fire as far as the tech goes, getting all of that laid out. And then we move to the stage. We move to the stage, and they get to kind of take all that information and actually apply it. And it, you know, it is a big learning curve. It's when you're walking around on a flat surface, uh, and all of a sudden you have a case of stairs and a spinning stage going on, there's a, there's, you know, a little, there's a lot of light bulbs are going off, especially for those who may not be able to see what's happening in their mind. And so they're just kind of doing what I'm telling them to in the rehearsal space. And then they get to go, aha. <laughs> yeah. So when opening night comes, you're talking with all of this preparation, all the casting, you know, all of the countless hours of tweaking and this and that and yada, yada. When opening night comes, is it more of a sigh of relief for you, or are you just on the edge of your seat biting your fingernails? What, what's your thought process like? It all depends on how many changes we've made and whether I had time to make them. For instance, uh, we came into this process with a lot of new ideas, and I've had a lot of time to, to work them out with the cast and in rehearsal. If something comes on those previews, that's always a little panicking because I just don't have the time to really flush them out and think about them. So they might be a little bit harried. Um, and, and I'm always on pins and needles on opening night to see if they're going to land. So I, I don't know that I can, sometimes I'm easy peasy, you know, relax in the lobby, join a cocoa. Sometimes I'm, Work in the audience, saying, uh, you know, did, did you did you even notice this moment? Did this moment? How did this does it? Do that? You know, talking to my peers and talking to my team, and 
try and see what goes. I think, you know, I, I would love to meet the director that is standing around opening night fully and totally confident that what they have done was a perfect fit. Uh, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a dynamic process. Just a little bit of a side tidbit for a second. I think it is extraordinary that Casey Rep for The Christmas Carol is also going to be providing ASL interpretation because you don't see that across the board wherever you go. So that, that's extraordinary that you're offering that service. I mean, that's, that is, you know, kind of at the core of our mission. Um, and, and I'm hoping that we can expand that even more as years come to have sensory-friendly performances and have more opportunities for people that might not be able to afford the show or uh, would not normally feel like it was the sh- of, of all the shows that they have to choose from in town, that that would be the show. It's a wonderful, wonderful story. And it would be, I would die a happy man if I knew that everybody in the city got to experience it at least once. Um, because I think, I think it's life-changing in its message. What is a, I guess let's say, what's a metaphorical hook that you can set to reel people in for why they don't want to miss out on this opportunity to see this? I think that if you are new to live theater, this is a wonderful entry point. Uh, it, it has it all. It has spectacle. It has story. It has amazing acting. Um, I think it's the best value in town. It's, uh, it's also very family friendly. And, um, and it, it has, I think, the power to turn your attention to a classic that might seem like, uh, you know, an old book on the shelf and, uh, and bring, breathe some new life into the, the message that he was trying to convey back during the Victorian era. It's surprisingly modern in its, in its message. And um, that's one of the things that I love most about the classics is their relevancy. And this show will never give up. The things that it talks about will never go away. And so I think uh, even if you only see it once, it, it has the power to change you. For anyone that has never heard about Casey Rep before, can you give a little bit of what it is about the mission for Casey Rep? What is, what is Casey Rep all about? Mission of the company is really to expand to all audiences. We are, we are looking to increase our footprint into every little crevice we can in the community um, so that we don't become this unapproachable sort of um, monolith uh, that you have to be uh, a certain you know, understanding and appreciation for the art form in order to come see our work. We're, 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 we even have a, a, a program called Casey Rep for All, where we bring our shows into the community. So it's, it is really aimed at making sure that everybody at all ages, no matter where you are in life, you get to enjoy live theater. Because for us who make it, uh, we understand the power of it. But we also understand the barriers to it. And so we really want to remove those barriers and build our audiences. And once again, we have been talking with KC Rep Director Jason Chanos, and we've been talking about the Christmas Carol performance that's going to be going on. It starts November 21st, goes through December 24th. You are not going to miss out on this one. If you want any of this information, just go to kcrep.org. That's kcrep.org, where you can get all of the information. Show me the day.